A strong sun is shining from the east into, in through our windows on that side of the building and giving us the brightness and light by which we can drive, walk, read, and be here together. When it's dark, we sleep. When it's light, we work and rejoice and engage in all sorts of activities. Isaiah chapter 60 is a wonderful chapter in the Bible of prophecy about the Gentiles coming into the church of the Lord Jesus Christ. The whole chapter is worth reading. I was going to give it to you yesterday in the preparatory, but I did not want you to be distracted or confused by some of the metaphorical phrases there. So I want to read to you the first three verses right now about our day together in the house of the Lord. Isaiah chapter 60, verse 1. Arise, shine, for thy light is come, and the glory of the Lord is risen upon thee. For behold, the darkness shall cover the earth, and gross darkness the people. But the Lord shall arise upon thee, and his glory shall be seen upon thee. And the Gentiles shall come to thy light, and kings to the brightness of thy rising. The Son of Righteousness will rise. The Lord of glory would visit his people Israel, and once he was there and sent out his apostles to preach his gospel in the world, the Gentiles flowed into that church. The world was turned upside down according to the testimony of our enemies, as recorded in the word of God. Christianity exploded the Roman Empire. Christianity spread far broader than the Roman Empire. The Roman Empire died, dried up, was driven into oblivion, into the European common market of ten nations, but the church kept spreading, kept spreading until it covered the globe, and all continents on the earth professed Christianity. Not universally, but there were those from every blood, tongue, tribe, people, and language group that saw the glory of the Lord Jesus Christ. Light is come. Glory is come. What a change took place from that little obscure, the smallest of nations of Israel that was taken advantage of by first Egypt, then Babylon, then other kings. But then those kings saw the glory of the Son of God that was there. Not all kings, some kings. I thank God for the king whose name is on the Bible that you hold in your hands. He came the glory of this New Testament church and I mean it collectively, of the Lord Jesus Christ. Though he didn't see all the points of doctrine clearly like we do, he did fear the Word of God and want the Word of God in the English language. These are beautiful words. They're fulfilled in the Gospels of Jesus Christ as Jesus came into dark places of the Gentiles of the nations and preached his Gospel. And his personal presence was there, the glory of God, Upon them. And all of a sudden, Israel, from being so obscure, from having been taken captive into Babylon, from having their temple razed, R A Z E D, from having their city destroyed, it was now the center of religious worship. It was where the Ethiopian eunuch went to worship. It was where the apostles spread forth out of Jerusalem. They first preached in Jerusalem, and then in Judea, and then in Samaria and then the uttermost parts of the earth. And here we are across the big pond called the Atlantic Ocean, and we are worshiping the light and the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. 
Are you thankful, Gentiles? Amen. The word gross, gross darkness shall cover the people. That was us. Pick whatever nation you want to pick as the nation of origin for you and your family. It was gross darkness that covered the people. You want to think about Stonehenge and the intelligence of that site? Pick any nation that you want. You want to talk about the great spirit of the American Indians? And everything else we could say about the American Indians? A total lack of all understanding? The light has shone. And it came out of Israel. And the Gentiles were grafted into that kingdom and that church. And the Lord is our Lord. Even though we were no part of that commonwealth of Israel, we were strangers and foreigners to the covenants of promise, but we've been taken in. Let's praise the Lord about that. The most important verse that we're going to cover today is John chapter 8 and verse 12. I am the light of the world. He that followeth me shall not walk in darkness, but shall have the light of life. That's an incredible statement. Verses 13 through 20 of that chapter have little value to us except to see the Lord Jesus Christ and how he handled in logical arguments the Pharisees. It's verse 12 that's important to us. I am the light of the world. There is no competitor for him or peer for him. He's the only source of light. But that light is only of benefit to those that follow him. Not to those that hear him. Not to those that attend church. Not to those that believe on him. Not to those that profess him. To those that follow him. And today we'll see if we can find out if you're following the Lord Jesus Christ or not. Following him in your thoughts. Following him in your speech. Following him with your time. Following him in your marriage. We'll find out. May the Lord bless us today to be true followers of the Lord Jesus Christ and to enjoy the light of life in this dark world. Especially for us Gentiles that had no light. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, O Lord, our hearts are lifted up. Our spirits are wound up. Our brothers this morning in prayer, led by our brother James, are excited for the understanding that you've given us because of your word and what you're going to give us again today. Heavenly Father, we pray though, because of the weakness of our flesh, that you will purge from our enthusiasm all the flesh any frivolity, any foolishness. Let this be by the Spirit of the living God and according to His written Word, by the power of the living Word. Strengthen us with might in our inner man by the Lord Jesus Christ that we will fully appreciate. Intellectually, yes. By mental assent, yes. But more than that, by the passionate embrace of our hearts, and the commitment of our lives to follow him as his true disciples. And let the disciples in this place be called Christians like they were in Antioch of Syria. Heavenly Father, we thank thee that you have shown your light upon us, even as Gentiles, and have delivered us from the bondage of darkness and the fear of death and the confusion of the natural mind. Heavenly Father, open our eyes, open our ears, open our hearts that we might see, hear, and understand even more today to embrace the things of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. We thank Thee for the founder of our religion.
We thank Thee for the head of our religion. We thank Thee for the only priest that matters of our religion. We thank Thee for the apostle and the bishop and the cornerstone and the door and the everlasting life of our religion. We are blessed abundantly. Heavenly Father, He has no peer. We give Him all the glory. We gather in His name. We shall worship in His name. Forgive us our sins, lest we stain our worship of Him. He is worthy of pure, unadulterated, holy, fearful worship. We thank Thee for Him. We thank Thee that He was willing, though the Lord of glory, to lay down His life for us. And we thank Thee that, yea, rather, moreover, He has risen again and at Thy right hand and makes intercession for us on the grounds of His infinite sacrifice. Be with us this day. We have brethren traveling. We have brethren away. We have brethren sick. We have brethren working. Heavenly Father, be with them in their respective places. Draw nigh to them as they draw nigh to Thee. Be with all Thy churches, all Thy servants, and all Thy saints, whether in churches or scattered abroad, this day. Heavenly Father, bless them by the means they have available, and grant them an outpouring of Thy Spirit. Open to them the words of Scripture, that they might be fed in their respective places. We thank Thee for America. We thank Thee for every good thing that You've given us. We thank Thee for this assembly, and we pray that You will bless us in it now, Help us gird up the loins of our minds. Help us to direct our affection and love on things above, not on things on the earth. And we'll thank Thee for any good that comes of this effort. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen.